Monday morning motivation. What is driving you to success this week? That's the question for today. Look, I just came back from an amazing trip in Vegas for a co-ed bachelor bachelorette party, and I had the time of my life. To say I danced my face off would be an understatement. Now, all that being said, I was in the desert, probably didn't drink enough water, and I know I did not eat enough. I was literally at the bars, not bars, but clubs, um, dancing, pool parties, dancing, and I was so busy dancing, I didn't think about food. I was so just enamored by the experience of being able to dance. I am a dancer. For those of you who don't know, I actually started dancing when I was two and a half. I went on to compete in dance. I went on to teach dance. It is such a huge part of my life. And when I am dancing, nothing can stand in my way. That is how I feel. Now the challenge is, right? So many of us do not have something that we are so passionate about in that that kind of mindset. Something that we're so committed to, we're so dedicated to, we're so so passionately attached to that it supersedes everything else in our life, right? So Monday morning comes around and many of you roll over in bed and you're like, fuck, I don't want to get up. Damn, another Monday I have to go to this job that I hate, right? Maybe you're in a relationship you hate. Maybe your life just sucks and you just don't want to wake up in the morning, right? So I had the time of my life in Vegas and I wake up on Monday morning and I'm like, man, I didn't drink enough water, didn't eat enough food, but my passion in my coaching wakes me up. My passion in my coaching says to me, hey, Alita, those excuses, they're not going to help you. They're not going to get you where you want to go, and they're not going to help your clients either. So are those excuses actually valid? And as soon as I can question myself on that, this very snap second, I can acknowledge that those excuses are just a little bullshit, right? is the moment that I realize that my passion and my purpose for coaching is much more powerful, much more driven, much more emotionally attached, and much more emotionally charged than sleeping on my success. And so, so many of you are still kind of living that mediocre life. So many of you are still battling with this idea of, you know, you've got to live for the weekends. I don't fucking live for the weekends. This is like the first vacation I've taken in God knows how long, right? And I honestly resisted it last week. I can, I can, I can tell you every single experience, every single moment, every thought that crossed my mind last week of all the reasons why I didn't want to go, all the excuses why I didn't want to go, but I knew that because I was such on brain overload and because I'm such a workaholic, if I did not do that and I did not allow myself to take a break, I, my work this week would have suffered. I would not have been as productive. So I know that it's absolutely necessary if I'm going to stay committed to my purpose and my passion that I honestly have to take a break just from the thinking process, right? It didn't stop me from seeing clients. I didn't not work while I was in Vegas. I actually had clients. So in between pool parties and clubs, I was still doing client work. I still woke up at 5 a.m. to post on my seven-day meditation challenge. Like, it didn't take me away from work. It didn't take me away from the responsibilities. But what it gave me was a mental break. And that was a necessary process for me in order to stay productive, in order to keep my momentum in my work. So as you're thinking about this week ahead, right, if you had an amazing time over the weekend, don't dread the fact that you have to go back to work. Instead, use it as fuel. 
and give thanks for the fact that you got to recharge over the weekend and be able to dive back into being the excellent version of you that is wanting to emerge. And so I say to you on this Monday morning, do not dread that it is Monday. Do not allow any of your whining or complaining to take over your mind. Instead, give thanks that it is a new day and give thanks for the opportunity that you had over the weekend to recharge and make today the best Monday you have ever had in your freaking life. Anchor, it's 9.35 on Monday morning and I am driving on the freeway back home. After coming into our gym in Newport Beach to run class and do my own uh, workout, that's a total of three hours of my Monday workouts. I'm driving on the freeway and having a few reflections. One of those reflections is this lovely, beautiful lady driving 45 miles an hour on the freeway. Now, I'm actually has this, this wave has nothing to do with any sort of judgment whatsoever as much as it has to do with the fact that it's a reflection of how we are dealing with life. Now, so many of us are so overwhelmed and we are so stuck in our head that we are going very, very slowly through life, not giving ourselves permission to actually go with the flow. And we are dragging our heels in fear, dragging our heels in overwhelm, dragging our heels in self-doubt. So this lady, yeah, you know, I mean, she's driving 45 in a 70, you know, that's cool. Hey, that's her prerogative. On the flip side, though, what is it doing to the rest of the flow of traffic, right? Because now everything around her has to either stop, slow down, get around her, which could also potentially, you know, mess up the flow of traffic because that could potentially cause an accident, right? But when we are stuck in our own mind, we are not thinking about all the things that are going on around us. We are focused on our self-doubt and our self-pity and our self-judgment. And so if there is something in your life that is taking too long, you're standing in your own way. If there is something in your life that does not flow, you are standing in your own way. If you're wondering why things are not going your way, it's because you're standing in your own way. So going with the flow is not giving up. Going with the flow does not mean you surrender your control. Yes, surrender is absolutely essential, but surrender is a completely different word than letting go of, of creating, letting go of choosing, letting go of being conscious of how your actions and your thoughts are creating and affecting your reality. See, because when we give up, it's usually because we just have nothing left to give. We're giving, giving, giving to all the wrong things. We're using our free will against ourselves instead of using it to support being resourceful. You've heard me talk about this before because it's so, so powerful an awareness for us who are trying to create a better reality, working on being great in this world, striving for greatness. And so when we change our awareness to from being stuck in our own head and focusing on all the things that we're doing wrong and focusing on all the things that are going wrong and focusing on all the things that we need to feel pity about and we change our focus to giving thanks for the things that we are great at and focusing on manifesting more of that and nurturing and loving and nourishing that, 
when we shift that consciousness, we begin to see that things begin to flow again. See, flow is where we want to be. Flow is a state where we feel like people, places, things, resources just fall into our lap. And that cannot happen when we are stuck in our own mind. We have to get out of that. We have to serve. We have to be better servants to the world. We have to strive for greatness, not for self-pity in order to get back in the flow. So if this lady driving at 45 in a 70, in a 70 zone on the freeway here could potentially be an amazing metaphor for your life, let it be this. Get out of your own head, get out of your own way and stop dragging your heels because the universe is trying to give you so much more if you would just let the flow be your guide. So I get asked a lot, how do I achieve a goal in a particular amount of time? And the question always boils down to, is it possible? It's not really, is it possible so much in a specific amount of time, so much as it is, where are your priorities? See, that's the key. That's the, that's the key element to deciding that something is possible or doable in a particular amount of time. Because on a daily basis, we will prioritize things that matter to us most. I.e., if you wake up first thing in the morning and you're focused more on getting home, you know, or DVRing your favorite show more than you are about thinking about prepping your meals or making sure that you have time to go to the gym or, you know, scheduling time with your life coach, whatever the case may be that's going to actually get you to your goal. If you're prioritizing things that are not helping you reach your goal, then it's going to take a lot longer, a lot longer. And I can't even tell you how many clients I have who come to me with a specific goal and a specific timeline, but we have to literally break down systematically each of their priorities and help to reprogram and reframe and repattern their mental image of what matters most. See, because I could say, yeah, I want to lose 10 pounds in two weeks. It's going to take a lot of effort right on my part in order to lose 10 pounds in two weeks. But the question is not so much about the time and effort so much as it, it is, can I deny myself the perceived pleasure of the things that I am focused on now in order to make room for that goal to be achieved? See, the only reason why most of us never really truly achieve, achieve greatness has to do with the fact that we don't prioritize greatness. We prioritize being a sloth. We prioritize avoiding our work, the necessary steps. We prioritize procrastination and distractions. We prioritize people pleasing and appeasing other people's needs over our own. So it's not so much about whether or not your goal can be reached in a certain amount of time as it is whether or not you are willing to reframe, repattern, restructure your priorities. And can you? I mean that that you know that also is is another question because if you have a job that requires a certain amount of time, energy, effort from you that requires a lot of brain space, if you have a job that requires you to be all things to all people, it can be really challenging at the end of the day to make room for what really matters to you most, right? Because your job may exhaust you. Maybe you need to get another job. 
that may be scary also. Because if your goal is big enough and it's going to require you to make more space, then you're going to start having to really, really, really review all the things that are currently going on in your life that are standing in the way of you reaching that goal. Now, if you have decided that what you're currently experiencing and what you're currently committed to are not as important as reaching that goal, then hey, maybe you just need another goal. And that's totally fine too. See, the key here is not so much about sticking to the rigidity of something in your life. It's about finding a way to be in the flow of creating greatness in whatever it is that you've committed to. Because if your current job is something that you're really passionate about, but it doesn't really give you a lot of time, space, energy to commit to other things, then maybe you want to find a goal that's a little bit more cohesive to your work. On the flip side, if your goal is more important than your work and your work really is not fulfilling, then you've got to find a way to create a different life that can support you in achieving that goal. It doesn't come down to pleasing other people or doing what society tells you is important. Guys, it boils down to living a purposeful life and doing the things that are absolutely fulfilling at the core. So what is it that needs to be calibrated in your life? Is it that you need a new goal or you need to create space in order for the goal to be achieved? What is it that is stopping you, right? Where has your focus gone that your priorities are not matching the goals that you've set for yourself? Let me hear it. So a lot of times people struggle with productivity mainly because, as I talked about in an earlier wave, having to do with prioritizing the day. Now, the challenge that most of us have is we put the cart before the horse. I'm a perfect example of this in many uh, different aspects of my life. I have made this mistake, either trying to take on too much all at once, um, not taking the necessary steps that lead to an actual proper foundation for success, or just trying to juggle too many ideas, but not really having either the wherewithal or the experience or the training or the skills or even just the mindset to commit to making sure each and every one of them is taken care of fully. Now, when we talk about priorities and we talk about productivity, we have to take into consideration that one leads into the next. Now, I know for something about myself, and I posted this in a past wave, that I know that I need a lot of sleep. That's just how I've been for my entire life. I have always needed a lot of sleep. I'm a 10-hour kind of sleeper kind of person. Now, there are days when I feel like I'm completely on a roll and I can function on maybe three to five hours of sleep. It's only gonna last so long. I need to take at least a two to three hour nap if I'm gonna do something like that. But if I do small increments of sleep, you know, two, uh, three to four hour segments of sleep, I'm totally fine, right? As long as I'm splitting it up and making sure that I'm making up for it at some point. Now I say that because I know for me personally, if I do not get a solid amount of sleep, if I am running on fumes, my productivity is down the tubes. There is no way I'm going to be able to stay focused. There's no way I'm going to be able to stay on track. And there's no way I'm going to be able to focus on my priorities because my brain is going to actively seek ways of bringing comfort to me rather than giving me space to feel challenged. 
That's just me. I know that about myself. See, most people don't know that about themselves. Most people push, 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 and they push their boundaries. They push their limits, but they never take time to actually get to know how they work best. They don't take the time to know what leads into the next, what action is necessary for one thing to take place in order for the next thing to take place, in order for the next thing to take place, right? So in order for me to be more productive, I need to get a good amount of sleep. I cannot sacrifice on that sleep. And so when I look at my priorities, right, I may have a very long list of things that are on my to-do list, but if I'm tired, focusing will not happen. (laughs) It just will not happen. And another thing, it has to be clean, good quality food for me. I spent years as a food addict eating loads of sugar, loads of processed foods, loads of carbs. And I never honestly was able to focus. I was constantly battling with with procrastination, with depression. I had at that time chronic illness. And it wasn't until I changed my diet and started feeding my body the right types of food that I was able to better focus, that I was able to better clarify, that I was able to prioritize my life because I had set the foundation of proper rest and proper nutrition that led into the next step of proper mindset adding in meditation, mindfulness practices, getting into exercising on a regular basis. Do you see what I mean? See, habits have to build on each other. We can't just do all of them at once. We have to take the necessary steps to build one habit on the next, on the next, on the next, on the next. So when it comes to taking into account how to be more productive, you've got to take a look at those root foundational habits that you've got in your life. And if you are not supporting your body in optimal health, the amount of productivity you get from yourself on a daily basis is going to be minimal or mediocre. So really give that some serious thought as you're structuring your day and really consider how you are honoring your body, your mind, and your spirit before you're taking care of everybody else.